I want to talk just briefly tonight. I don't even know how long I'll speak. But this is all about going deeper. And I want to give us, who knows how long it'll be. I don't want it to be long. But I want to speak about three different levels of walking with God. Because I really believe God wants us to go so much deeper. This past few months, it's almost like I have been grieving. It's like I've seen the apostolic pastors that we grew up with. I didn't know them all. But their faces have been flashing across my face, my eyes. Because our forefathers walked in serious glory. (laughs) They really did. They walked in serious glory, serious presence, serious fire. So the question is, what did they have that we don't? <laughs> Hebrews 10, 19 to 25 says, Therefore, brethren, since we have full freedom and confidence to enter into the holiest of holies, by the power and virtue and the blood of Jesus. <laughs> By this fresh, new, and living way, which he initiated and dedicated and opened for us through the separating curtain, the veil of the Holy of Holies. That is through his flesh. (laughs) They had a tabernacle, you had the outer court, the holy place, and the holy of holies. Separating the holy place from the holy of holies was a veil. The veil, the curtain, was 60 feet in height, 30 feet in width, and four inches thick. And only the high priest could go beyond the veil once a year on the day of atonement with a sacrifice of blood for the nation of Israel. Anyone else except the high priest entered the Holy of Holies, they would die. (laughs) The ark of the glory was beyond the veil. God himself was beyond the veil. To go beyond the veil was to encounter the majesty God himself. To go beyond the veil was to enter God's world. Matthew 27, 50-53 says, And Jesus cried out with a loud voice (laughs) and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, The veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And the earth quaked, and the rocks were split, and the graves were opened. I want to suggest in our individual lives, And in our church lives, there's three different levels. The first is the outer courts, which can be represented by Passover, the cross. And of course, it's completely necessary in the journey. We would not be anywhere without the cross. But we can stay there.
the seed of the fullness of God is given at this stage. But only if we don't mature. It only remains potential if we don't go on beyond the outer courts. And can I suggest that in this nation we have been operating even in the church, in the outer courts, that everything we've been doing has been in the outer courts. Or some move beyond that to the holy place. Pentecost. Pentecost is where we experience fire. It's where we experience gifts. It's the good. Forget. It's where our soul is still active. Soulish things are still active. It's in the place of Pentecost that you begin to go into the wilderness. It's the place of Pentecost where the fire comes. But I want to suggest that we in the church in Scotland has remained at the place of just operating out of the gifts. At the second place, the holy place, we can walk in great power, but we're not yet in union. We can operate in the gifts, but not yet in union. And we have functioned in this land and most of the church across the earth at a place of just functioning in the gifts. When all along, God has a dream. <laughs> the outer court is the thirtyfold life. The holy place is the sixtyfold life. The holy of holies is the hundredfold life. Most of the church settles at the sixtyfold. Settle at the good meetings, the good gatherings, the good gifts. Even our evangelism is sixtyfold. Honestly. I've been involved with lots of evangelism in Scotland through the years. And we better we better realize that there's a journey somewhere beyond for some. Not that God is elitist, he's not. It says many are called, but few are chosen. Another way to say that is many are called, but few make themselves chosen. <laughs> In this place, we have gifts operating. We have, we have a measure of success. We are like teenagers. In the outer courts, you're just a baby. In the holy place, you're like a teenager. But in the holy of holies, if you're willing to travel on, you become a mature son. And I'm not saying I'm a mature son, I'm not. I'm not. But God is calling us to this. It cannot be that we remain in the outer courts or just the holy place. The holy place has got many gifts, many revivals. <laughs> but what if, what if God 
is not wanting just a revival. What if all creation is groaning for us? How does that happen then? How do we manifest? We need to go beyond the sacred veil. When Jesus died, it says the curtain was torn from top to bottom. That veil that no man could go through except the high priest once a year. No man suddenly is open. <laughs> it's not just about us and human effort trying to win Scotland to Jesus. That's outer court stuff. It's about us going beyond the veil and living beyond the veil. It's in this journey to the Holy of Holies that the middle part can be very difficult <laughs> because it's represented by Pentecost, fire. It's in the middle part that where you're going to mature, where it seems like every promise has died. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> it's in the middle part where everything in you comes to the surface. You might say, why? Because that's what fire does. It's in the middle part where you get all sorts of stuff told about you, lies. Or real stuff comes up that you are guilty of. <laughs> Or probably both. But it's so key at this middle part to let God search you. I tell you why. Because you won't you won't admit stuff. <laughs> if you were to search yourself, you probably will not admit a lot of the stuff that's there. But if you allow him to search you. But it's at this middle part that most of the church remains. Because it's too hard to go any further. It's easy to give up at that point. And actually, it's quite comfortable. Because we can have our good meetings. We can have the down payment the Holy Spirit gave gifts unto men. We can have quite good outreaches. But it's at this part of the journey where we are tested. Psalm 105 says, Until the time that his word of prophecy regarding his brothers came true, the word of the Lord tested and refined him. There's many of you here and you've had words from the Lord. What is the very next thing that happens? Huh. The very opposite. Joseph, I had a dream and you were all bowing down to me. The next thing he's looking up from a pit. And he's sold as a slave. The Lord might prophesy over your revival and nations changed and how that you're going to impact the planet. What happens next? The fire comes. You move to the next stage. And the next stage is complete death. <laughs> The outer court, God tells you that you are precious, that you are a king, that you are loved. 
the holy place, it tells you, you are nothing. <laughs> and in the holy of holies, it tells you, you are everything. In this journey to the Holy of Holies, we can stop at each place. Many denominations stop just at the cross. And of course, listen, you know, what, you know my heart. The cross never goes away. But the outer court was supposed to go deeper and deeper and deeper. If we respond correctly, like when people hurt you, or people lie about you, or maybe you hurt people, <laughs> but if we say, Lord, what have I done wrong? Humble. Then God will take us to the next level if we want. But if we don't respond properly, he'll take you round the mountain again. He will. And the key at this stage is not to say I'm not guilty, it's to say, Lord, search me. Because we will, we will deceive ourselves. If we respond correctly, and go into him and say, Lord, I'm guilty of this, I'm guilty of that. Will you let your fire burn all of it up? Then he prepares you for another step. You're not forced into this. The church in Scotland is not forced into this. The church in Scotland can remain at just good meetings, good evangelism. But for those who want it, we can go beyond the veil as a community, as a church, as a ecclesia. We can go beyond the veil. The curtain was torn so that we could go beyond. I'm on this journey, and it's a journey of death. It's a journey of loneliness. But you must let God search you, because then we can get hurt and feel rejected, and we begin to blame everybody else. If you do that, you'll never go to the Holy of Holies to the next level. Y you won't. You need to let God search you with fire. You need to let his eyes burn through you to see if there's any wicked thing in us. Why? Because he wants us to walk in such levels of fullness that this planet has never seen. It's beyond revival. It's beyond just the gifts. It's the manifestation of the sons of God. It's not about getting thousands of people to pray. It could be one man who goes into the Holy of Holies. One woman. But what happens if there's a community here who decides, Lord, will you take us further? 
I've been grieving because I've seen our forefathers, like, what they had. I believe a lot of them knew this secret. They knew God face to face. It wasn't about self-effort, trying really hard, trying to evangelize, make it happen. It was about us being transformed into the very image of Jesus. There was an old man in the apostolic church and he had holes in his knees because he prayed so much. Well, holes in his trousers. <laughs> and it said, when people were round about him who, who weren't believers, all he would say is Jesus. And they would fall to their face and weep. That doesn't come by just us trying to convince people about Jesus through words. The outer courts is about us trying our way, trying self-effect, trying to reason with people. We're not any better than Mormons or Jehovah Witnesses. But if we want to go further to the Holy of Holies, enter God's rest and we cease from our own agenda. It's in this place that we experience union. There's a place in God called divine union. The saints of old spoke about it, where we are completely possessed by Him. In the outer courts, we can do our things, we can do our plans, our purposes. And the Holy of Holies is about Him. In the Holy of Holies, it's thy will be done. It's about what can we build? What ministry can we build? It's about Father. What's on your heart? If Jesus said, I can do nothing except the Father's doing it. Why do we think we can do a lot of stuff? To live in the Holy of Holies is a hundredfold life. Jesus said some would have 30, some would have 60, some would have a hundred. Every place is blessed, but the hundred you're possessed. Hundredfold union. Hundredfold mature sons. A hundredfold is what Paul meant when he said this. No longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. At the outer courts, you can live how you like and God blesses you. But living beyond the veil, we will say like Paul, no longer I that live. Christ that lives in me. What would happen in this nation if we had a community of people who would say, no longer I that live, but Christ that lives in me. But to get there, we've got to go through the fire. You've got to go through the accusations. <laughs> You've got to go through the lies. 
And you've got to get through the truth. <laughs> and his truth might shine on you and say, this has to go, that has to go, that has to go. And you have to own up and say, okay, I did that, I'm sorry. That's when the seed within of Christ begins to grow. If we're not honest with God, it won't grow. It will stay. And we will remain as babies. <laughs> At the third level of the Holy of Holies, we cease from our own works and do only what the Father is doing. We are possessed, fully yielded. It's there that the Spirit is in charge. It's there that we are mature sons, ready to take on the family business. In the Mount of Transfiguration, when the Father spoke and said, this is my son, the word is weos, and it means mature. And in Jewish culture, it meant the son is now ready to take on the family business. When we go to the third level, the Holy of Holies, then the father will speak and say, this is my son. And then he'll speak to the world and say, listen to him. Because suddenly then we will be walking in the fullness of Christ. At the outer courts, we've got many promises. But in the Holy of Holies, the promises are fulfilled. That's why it's called the promised land. <laughs> We can all wonder at the second level, why are all these prophecies not being fulfilled? Because we need to continue to go through the fire. <laughs> In the outer courts, we're given our inheritance. But as we live in the Holy of Holies, we can walk in our inheritance. And we are changed from glory to glory. At the outer courts, they focus on the power of God. In the Holy of Holies, you focus on the ways of God and the person of God. In the outer courts, it's all about activity. In the holy of holies, it's about rest in Him. Then when he decides to work, we don't just impact a few people, we will impact nations. This level is about living beyond the veil. Father, we want to live beyond the veil.
for this reason I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name and I pray out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Can you imagine Paul said, I'm praying that Christ will be in your heart? I thought Christ was in our heart. We need Christ to possess us. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The fullness of God is to be possessed with love himself. And we want to come through the fire, the testing of the word, the difficult times where the soulish realm has been exposed. <laughs> Are we willing to be humble enough to say, Lord, take us further into the Holy of Holies where we can live beyond the veil? If you want to go deeper, why not just stand up? We're not going to see the nation change by staying where we are. We're not going to see the nation change by staying in the outer courts or even just the holy place. We have got to live beyond the veil. Father, thank you. by faith we can come into the Holy of Holies. And Lord, we say we want to be so changed. We want to be so changed. From glory to glory.
2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Whenever, though, they turn to face God as Moses did, God removes the veil, and there they are, face to face. They suddenly recognize that God is a living, personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is a persistently present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete. We are free of it, all of us. Nothing between us and God, our faces shining with the brightness of his face. And so we are transfigured, much like the Messiah. Our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like him. As we stand before him, face to face as in a mirror in the secret place our nation will be transformed only when we are transformed a revival is not going to just come out of the sky it's actually going to come through us This nation is waiting for us to be changed from glory to glory. But that all happens in the secret place. As we learn to walk through the fire, walk through the difficult times, let him judge us and change us that we might become like him face to face. In this place, just begin to worship him. Begin to sing in tongues. Because it's in this place of the Holy Holies that we are transformed.
it's in this place that you get transformed. It's in this place you get healed. If you need healed right now, just say, Lord, heal me. Father, I ask for that healing revival. I ask, Lord God, that you will move by your spirit tonight. And not just in this room, across this whole community, Lord. Father, I ask that you will take us all by grace into the secret place, Lord God. As we, Lord God, whether it's today or tomorrow or all week or all month, take us into the secret place. God, remember it's by grace. It's not, it's not self-effort. It's not condemnation if you don't. But God is calling all of us to the secret place. He will draw you in. And he's calling us into union. You know, if we, if we go into that place of union, we won't even need to try and get people healed. Our shadows will heal. John G. Lake had an experience where he was in a cloud and it was beyond the veil and he said his very nature was changed. I really believe God wants to take us beyond to transform us. Our very nature will be changed. Do you know Evan Roberts, for three months before the Welsh revival, met God face to face and he said his whole nature was changed. Face to face is beyond the veil, it's a hundredfold. 
beyond the veil. Jesus, Lord, will you take all of us here into a place of knowing you. We want to know you like our forefathers knew you. Lord, we want to meet you face to face like Evan Roberts. Lord, every night for three months. Every night for three months, face to face. 